You get a chance to continue my legacy here in pinstripes, you know, in the you know best city in the world, the best baseball city in front of the best fans. This is uh, an incredible honor. Allen's driven deep to left field. There's a flight. See ya. A long home run for Judge. Derek Cole goes the distance. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast, episode number 161. But Tyler, this is not just another episode of the pod. The New York Yankees went out and did what we would think, say, two months ago, because it's been a while since we've been on the pod. Hot minute, yep. But looking at that time where we haven't been on, the last time we were here talking, it there hasn't been news. It's just it's it just started. It was it, there wasn't a lot of news. It was a lot of gloomy days since the Yankees not making the postseason in 2023. But they went out and did what the evil empire traditionally has done in the past, and they mm-hmm. went out and made a blockbuster deal with the San Diego Padres for Juan Soto. And it's safe to say, cue the siren, cue the empire. <laughs> the New York Yankees are kind of back in business, it seems, with this deal, having Juan Soto come in here. And they also did kind of a crazy thing, too, earlier this week, mm-hmm. making a trade with the Boston Red Sox for Alex Verdugo. Didn't have to give up Glaber Torres in that deal because we knew that. Uh, was a, Gave up nothing. Was a discussed potential trade in the past. I think it was something from either the summer or before last season. But Yeah, the, the trade deadline, they said they were talking about a, a Glaber for Verdugo straight Yeah, up. so, but man, Juan Soto and Trent Grisham. Can't forget about Trent Grisham, another Crazy, quality yeah. outfielder that we should talk more about as part of the deal. But mm-hmm. the Yankees go ahead, man, and they make this deal. And we're feeling now, I know... And we, we were in the same boat, like I opened up with, that we were in the same boat of saying, man, I, I don't know how excited I feel about next season. And, and of course, mm-hmm. when the season comes around and it's opening day and baseball's back, that's going to be the excitement. But it was thinking, like, this is going to be the same sort of team. Why should run we have back. just run it back? But we, since we've been on, we had that crazy Brian Cashman conference press conference. It, it makes it kind of makes sense now why he was walking around with his nuts in his hand, <laughs> because he was like, "Yep, I have the green light to go be a menace this off season," mm-hmm. which is what he's doing. I mean, you go out and you get, as Heyman put it, John Soto, which I think is again very funny. But um, well, that was a Yankees making a play on uh, Heyman, or did Heyman first tweet that out? I th- did what? No, I think the I don't know. I, think th- I could it, be lost in the Twitter. Yesterday, drama. it was the the anniversary of the arson judge. Of arson so judge, I think yep. the Yankees social media team got the go ahead on saying, "Why don't you just say it's John Soto and make fun of John <laughs> Heyman?" So it was funny because uh, what was the other one? I saw there was another. Uh, this I don't know. December sixth is just a mm-hmm. crazy day for Yankees offseason news of these past years, but that was very funny. Yeah, Cole, Cole, Cole got signed. Yeah, that was the other one. Too, I think it was on. Night. I think it was on December sixth as well. So 
Crazy. Crazy though, Rob. I mean, literally, you know, as soon as the offseason started a couple months ago, we were sitting here. We had one outfielder on our team. His name's Aaron Judge. And, you know, not counting Jason because he's going in for uh, – or he's going to be hurt most of the, the start of the year. But now we have – for what would I say this morning? Five outfielders: Grisham, Verdugo, Jason, Judge, and Soto. So we got five outfielders. One of them bats righty. So we got three lefties and a switch hitter, and then that righty just happens to be the best, you know, hitter on the planet. So that's a plus for us, I'd say. <laughs> I I would definitely say so. Um, but basically, so let's let's talk about the exact. Uh, things or exact moving pieces in the deal. So mm-hmm. Juan Soto and Trent Grisham from San Diego sending Michael King, Kyle Agashioka, Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, Drew Thorpe to San Diego. So Michael King was the th- was the big piece in this that um, the mm-hmm. Yankees weren't as willing to give up. It was I think it was first reported that they wanted to just part with Clark, um, but the but the Padres really the Yankees were that suitor for them because. <laughs> They could handle the Soto money, and they could give them a considerable package back that they would say, okay, this is, you know, because we were talking, you know, Johnny Brito and Randy Vasquez. They needed young pitching, too. Yeah, in the in the, in the the Yankee system, you know, they had their blow-up starts here. We know Brito had a few of those, but he did. They both showed those glimpses of saying, okay, these guys can eat some innings and, and be, you know, quality pitchers, and they're still so young. And then, of course, Michael King being the swing guy of just how he ended the season was just something mm-hmm. really – alluring and that's why he was the big piece and I know I was telling you I understand why some Yankee fans were reluctant to give him up but listen for where the Yankees were last season to then say okay you can get Juan Soto and you have to part ways with Michael King yeah. I'm, I'm doing that a hundred times I mean I, I yeah I drive my I drive my King to San Diego yeah. myself yeah. <laughs> and the thing is too I, I already see a couple people you know, thinking this is a massive overpay. I'd like to just walk it back a tad. Like Brito and Vasquez, they pitched themselves into trade ammunition for exactly what you said. Like a, like is Brito really ever going to be a top-of-the-line guy? Vasquez, we don't know Rob necessarily, but probably not. So in theory, you're trading away a couple guys that can eat some innings, and then like you said, Mike King. But I think important stuff with Kinger is – He's only got two years left under team control. Clark has five, I think. So it's like, you know, is King probably better now and going to be better the next two years than Clark? Probably. But what could Clark be for half a decade for the Yankees under team control? And he's already got TJ out of the way. I mean, I like hanging on to Clark. I don't mind getting rid of King. Uh, It's going to be tougher. But I think moving, what do we move? Four pitchers, King, Thorpe. Vasquez, Brito, and then Higgy, obviously. Oh, Poor Higgy. Higgy. Nah. But, it is um, kind of crazy, though, with Higgy. I mean, the Yankees tweeted something. He's there he's for, like top. for 15 years. So Yeah, but he's been there forever. It, it, was, it was his time to, you know. But but them, them trading four pitchers, that, like, forces them. They have to get more pitching now. Yes, they do. But Be- that, Because it forces them to make moves. Yeah. But that that's in the works, and, and we'll we'll get to that. We'll talk about that because a little Yama Soto 2024 or 2023 mm-hmm. winter into 2024 um but yeah I, I i know beforehand like listen you're getting <laughs> you're getting not even an impact lefty you're getting the best you know outside of your don is there a better lefty freddie freeman like top three left-handed hitter in the league yeah. by far yeah the the thing is man 
the Yankees had to make this move. And yeah. it's tough to to part ways with Michael King from how good he was at the end of the season and, and how he's good how good he's been in his Yankees tenure. But what we've seen time and time again now in these recent years with the Yankees is when they get they, like you said, a premier lefty bat, one of the best, if not the best in the game. And he is only 25 years old and despite it being his last year before he hits uh, free agency you're looking at a Yankees team we were talking about last episode are they wasting the primes of Aaron Judge Mm -hmm. and Garrett Cole you need to make this move and show they finally showed that level of urgency that we were looking for to say you have to capitalize on how good Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole are playing you have to make the necessary moves to Get, get to the next level and, and hopefully mm-hmm. get to a World Series and have, you know, after last season, make the playoffs. And that's yep. what Juan Soto does. And even though you're parting ways with a, a really good pitcher in Michael King, it just, in other areas. Two er- years of a pitcher, though. One year of yeah. Soto. Well, who cares, you but know? But in, in areas of need, I we, we kept looking back at this team and they just, and the way that they'll shift it around, Soto will likely play right field. But then adding in the Verdugo mm-hmm. factor, you're, you, they had a lack of outfielders and a lack of offensive production. And the Yankees still need to go out and get pitchers. But listen, they needed to address the offense and address yeah. those and positions. <laughs> and I know in the, in the lack of lefties, yeah, and, they got two of them already. And I know Juan Soto isn't the premier defender that you'd like. But listen. Anyone could play right field. You in, needed in Stadium, to though. make this move. And yeah. I think, sure, you can be critical of it, oh, one-year deal. I you made, you made the point to me. I think in the back of their brains they're saying, this guy's 25. The Yankees are – could this be a mark of they're, they're looking to eventually sign him? I don't really want to talk about it until we have to talk about it. But, know, let's enjoy him a little yeah, bit, you know. But we're going to – but this – you had to make this like move. Juan Soto's a Yankee. You had to make this move. You had to do it. Last year – this is a guy that went out, hit 35 home runs, 109 RBIs, OPS of 930, slugging percentage 519, batting average for those that are loving batting average around 275 for which today's game this is that's really good. This Above is average, a, league average last year was 241. This is a transcendent player. I think that this is a deal that the Yankees, I'll say it again, I'll say it. And even if this, you know, if he has a lackluster year and I, I'm sorry. They had to do this. They had to do this. And, and guess how many games he played last year, Rob? A lot. 162. All of them. <laughs> that don't happen in, in the Bronx, baby. So so that's a great sign. But, yeah, I love what you're saying, dude. Is It's not even so much like if, if Soto walks at the end of this year, you know, that'll stink because he's obviously a generational talent. But to me, this tells me, I don't want to say it's a culture shift or anything, but the Yankees are telling me. They actually give a shit about winning tomorrow, which is not something we've seen since 2017, it feels like. We're always like, yep, they don't care about today, or they care about winning today. And now it seems like they're, you know, like you said, they're prioritizing the window. They're taking Cole's prime. They're taking Judge's prime, and they're like, dude, we're going to have egg all over our face for a very long time if we don't go make a splash. And they did it. So if he leaves, he leaves. But if not, whatever. They're going for it. They want to be 
a better than just competitive next year. And I think them just addressing it now instead of doing the classic Yankee thing and being like, oh, the price is really high. It was ridiculous ask, yada, yada, yada. We'll go after him in free agency next year. They said, you know what? Screw it. We'll give up Vasquez and Burrito and then part with two years of King to get a, to get a guy in for a, a big window, you know? So I love it. Is, is it a culture kind of shift i don't know but it's it's something we haven't seen in a while like when was the last time they traded for a big superstar like juan mm. like i'm not counting edwin encarnacion no joey gallo obviously like stanton that's it yeah honestly. stanton's the last one i mean mm-hmm. other ones have really traditionally been signings i mean if you want to count if you want to count gallo or anything like that but yeah it 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 could be a a mark of a new time with the yankees hopefully um but this is something going into next season i mean you you gotta capitalize on what aaron judge is, is doing right now and what garrett cole is doing right now and i mean making those investments um they thought okay we can get by with with this there this here this there but it wasn't working so they say okay Let's just do what we have to do, and I mean, listen. All I know is I know. How are you going to pitch to judge and I got the like that's crazy. I got the uh, I'm signed up for like newsletters from the Yankees and everything, and the way that I'll say it is like this: the they have been hesitant to spend as much as they really can in past years, but looking at the social media buzz, looking at the conversation, looking at how they're marketing this. The return on investment when you have this guy in the Bronx is going to be enough for to, for that tax on your wallet for whatever you're going to have to then pay to then get they, it's just going to be evident this year. And if they have a successful season, hopefully a successful playoff run, I hope this is like the wake up call then to Hal to go, yeah, maybe I should just you know keep keep paying these guys and and it'll work yeah. out and and you know play on what maybe the Mets were doing or the spending of what, you know, the Dodgers have done in past years and mm-hmm. just say, let's be the Yankees. Cause I know he's caught up in money sometimes more so than his father was, but now it's like, but if you spend and reinvest, like the Yankees fan base is going to be there and mm-hmm. buy the merch, buy the jerseys, buy everything. And you're it's just, they put money in the wrong spots. Yes, unfortunately, yes, but like Donaldson, this is an instant where you say you had to spend the money. And this is something mm-hmm. that will hopefully, uh, move forward and I wanted to address this too so you know a lot of the comments when we were posting on our Instagram and stuff of the conversation was and, and I kind of alluded to it earlier was oh they have they which they do listen they have to go out and get pitchers they have to go get mm-hmm. pitching like they don't have a choice not even just to appease yeah. us they they just traded because your rotation right <laughs> they have no your depth. rotation right now is Garrett Cole Rodon Nestor coming off an injury and Clark and then Mm-hmm. That's what you're dealing with. That's Severino, it. as we'll talk about, updated news. Severino's off to the. I'm, off I'm to hearing the Mets. a lot of Montas stuff, dude. And that looks like he will be. Actually, I think he will be a part of the rotation. So that's one thing. But I, I, yeah. I think like a lot of the people in some of the earlier posts when it was like first started rumoring about Soto, they're everyone's saying you know pitching, 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 which is clearly a need, and I'm not disagreeing with. But they were average and they were a decent. They were team last year. Pitching. Such a bad offensive team that I'm just saying what do you want them to do yeah do you want team were you watching last year (laughs) okay do you want them to okay let's say hypothetically they didn't trade for soto yet 
or in a world alternate universe that they just get uh, Yama. I was about to say Yamasoto, which I guess I could say <laughs> Yamamoto and the Yamasoto offseason. Kiermaier and something like I'm sorry, Yamamoto. That that'll excite me, but that doesn't address the like this move had to be made. And every it's, they made the obvious move, which they never yeah. do. They never make the obvious. So move. I I get it that, and I I can understand the people that are saying pitching, 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 which I totally agree with. But this was just this was the big step for me that had to be made. It just mm-hmm. was. It really was. So because I mean, even too, look at and the, the, they weren't negotiating against anyone. It seemed like it was like the Yanks, and that's it. Yeah. No one's given up five pitchers. And, and I don't want to project because, like, this – but, like, look at what ends up happening anyway down the line is all these then pitchers become available. Like, look at what the Rangers did. They stocked up on pitching towards the end of the year and got all mm-hmm. these guys. Like, and that Yankees have done that in the past too where they have to bring in pitchers and do that. Like, I think that this, the square one standard thing that they had to do was get this guy, Juan Soto – and mm-hmm. fill out the lineup because it, the, those, to me, were just the most glaring issues with this 100%. team. And then now is the time to go out and get the pitching and and, and address that. So we'll we'll, we'll talk well, about we, that as well. But we we talked about it, Rob, like towards the end of the year last year. We're like, hey, I think Cash and the front office just misread the market in terms of how to build the team in twenty twenty you know, 2021, 2022, 2023, and on. I feel like over the last decade or so, a lot of these really good teams were built on pitching, and it looked like that's the direction the Yankees were trying to go again with signing Rodon. Then they had a really bad 2023, and you look at the teams that won and the teams that, you know, contended really far into the postseason, crazy good lineups, got pitching on a whim, and figured it yep, out. So like exactly. you said, build the, build the lineup, get guys that can absolutely bang, and then we'll figure out pitching down the road. Because at the end of the day, you know the saying like, you know, defense wins championships, pitching wins championships, yada, yada, yada. If your team can bang, I don't care what the other, you know, who's on the tit on the other side, yeah. what they're throwing, because my team can bang. Well, and I think that, yeah, I, that's like an excellent point because I know a lot of fans are, and probably some of you guys listening, and I can appreciate that, are saying, well, we need that pitching, and, that's, and I totally get it. But look at the formula. I mean, this year, you know. Just look at the Rangers. Picking up that's, Montgomery, that's you got to look at, I feel like. Picking up Montgomery late, but then look at that offense with these guys that just, like you said, just bang. Simeon, Seeger, uh, what's his name? Garcia. Young, uh, Jung, all these guys for that lineup that were just crushing. And I think that, too, of especially the Yankees, man, like look at the teams that have won. They have banged. Yep. They've had good pitching staffs. Yep. But And then, I mean, you still got that horse and Cole, and, I mean, hopefully Rodon figures it out. And then, yes, mm-hmm. you still need to go out and put your best effort forward with getting the other pitching. But – um, I think they will. I re- I really do. I don't know. Like I don't know if it's a Montgomery reunion or a Montas reunion. Reunion. Monty's gonna cost some bread. Yeah. Which I don't know. Like he might get a hard mill, which I don't know if Yankee fans are gonna love. Um, but Yamamoto, I'm telling you, Rob, it still feels like a thing to me. Yeah. And I don't like. And he's gonna get, like you said, coal money. But I don't know, Rob. It's it's very exciting because there's not many. 
like we didn't just get like a really good lefty. Like we got Juan Soto. There's not there's not many players out there that are 25. Like even in the like since I've been alive that you hear, you know, the media and you know, uh, WFAN commentators and and everyone just refer to him as a future Hall of Famer. Like I can only count on like the, a couple guys that come to mind at that young instantly talking about Hall of Fame are Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. You know, Trout. You know, hopefully he stays on the field. Well, you know, in theory, be in the Hall of Fame because his stats are insane, but. Juan is the other guy that I've heard, and he's 25. Like, I don't know. The fact that he's in pinstripes is crazy to me. The Soto shuffle is going to have the Bronx yep. going crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's also talk a little bit more about um, this Verdugo mm-hmm. deal. Uh, so it's weird that the Sox did it. I'm telling yeah. you. So Alex Verdugo from the Red Sox for Greg Weissert, Richard Fitz. Uh, funny. Dick Fitz uh, <laughs> and uh, Nicholas Judas uh, go to Boston from the Yankees. So three guys I didn't even hear three of. pitchers for Verdugo. So um, I'll leave, I'll, Sorry, I'll, I'll leave you the floor on this one. So what did you what did you think of this Verdugo deal? I'm cool with it. One just because I it seems like getting Verdugo is them actually admitting that Stan is not going to play. 50 to 60 plus games every year so it seems like it's a very good quality depth piece obviously he's a lefty so that's another plus and then third like the guy he really doesn't strike out too much so he puts the ball in play uh when jason comes back i guess you can have verdugo and jason kind of you know platooning a little bit until jason you know comes into form again and you don't have to necessarily rush him back but Outside of uh, him getting benched by Cora a couple times last year for, you know, bad sportsmanship or clubhouse drama or whatever it may be, that's the only thing that I'm a little uh, skeptical on. But then also, like, give me a guy that's not named Josh Donaldson that just is absolutely fiery in the dugout. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it, you know? I think I think Judge would have no problem putting someone like Doogie in his place. Uh, maybe Judge can't necessarily do that to JD, and JD's just walking around being a, a dickhead most of the time. But um, I like it because again, I think it's just it's another lefty, uh, doesn't strike out. I think he. I heard someone talking about he's kind of got similar numbers to Glaber, which I don't necessarily hate. Like last year, he hit yeah. 264, 324 on base, 421 slug, 765. Same pop OPS. wasn't I mean, there that Glaber had last year, but like. Prior years, it was yearly mm-hmm. kind of similar. Yeah, thir- 13 homers. I mean, he's he's like the definition of a league average hitter, and he slashes the baseball. And you, I mean, just as a Yankee fan, in my head, I always feel like Doogie's coming up in big spots to piss me off. Um, so I like that. But I'm for it, Rob. I mean, you give up Weiser and a couple prospects that I don't, I didn't even know existed in the organization. Uh, I'm very happy with that. And then again, another guy on a contract year like we like that you know uh gives him something else to play for i know Sevy, we thought he'd have a big year on a contract year wasn't the case um but doogie on a contract year um rizzo on a contract year next year soto on a contract year like we got some dudes that have incentive outside of winning to go out there and piss on the baseball so i i like it i mean low risk low reward or low risk, high reward, I suppose. Um, and you didn't give up Glaber, so you still you only added to your offense. You didn't subtract in any way by getting Verdugo. Yeah, I remember when that um, 
when that story came out about what they were giving up, like I, I, as you know, and as people that have listened to this, I'm not against trading Glaber, but if it was trading for Verdugo, I said, well, that doesn't make sense. And I think Glaber is a better hitter. So I'm just Mm -hmm. saying, but if we add him from the Weissert and Rich Fitz and, Oh, and Glaber is on a contract. And Glaber is also on dude, a contract. Dude, our whole team is on a contract here. Motivated. Besides Volpe and Judge, and Trevino's actually on a contract here too. Now that I think about yeah. it, so the whole team's on a contract. A lot of guys here. playing for playing for some some big dollars here. So I'm ready, dude. Let's roll. So, um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm definitely up. behind the 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 Verdugo deal. So I think it's good. I totally agree with you on this. Um, that I think that move along with Grisham, were okay. Grisham's a backup center we've never had. And I guess hypothetically we can maybe see, I don't know, it would probably take some real heavy moving, but maybe this offseason we see it, they somehow get rid of Stanton. I don't know, but I don't think it's likely, but I could be surprised. So, But you are on the point with that. If Verdugo is a guy who... Played every day for the Red Sox. I mean, he played 142 games last year. So you're thinking mm-hmm. that guy's going to be in a, a lot of times. But like you said, Stanton, I mean, it happened when Cashman went out and was talking about it openly with the press that he admits that, yeah, we know that he's going to get hurt and he's going to miss time. That move with Verdugo is saying, okay, we have him, Grisham, uh, Judge, then Soto, and then also when Dominguez gets back, when that'll be later in the year, and that could, you know, there may be some moving around with the roster and obviously have to see how it transpires. But I love you, that because you don't have to rush Jason. Yeah, exactly. Now. And that's a huge point as well. So I think, though, it came down to we know Stanton is going to miss time. We need to have an insurance policy, and we need mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Um, so first time they've admitted that that's huge. Yeah. That's like rolls into the culture thing. I was, I was saying, so, which I don't want to, I don't want to jump it too much. Cause I don't trust Brian Cashman all the way to have a good culture. Cause a lot of people hate him, but yeah. it's, it's, it's good stuff that we're seeing right now. Did you see the latest, uh, Cashman quote? I did not. I think he's in that press conference right it's, now. Right. It's not just going to be him. We got to keep working at what else we can add. We want to make this the mecca of baseball. Oh. You know, classic Hal Steinbrenner comments last year after Judge and Rodon. We're not done yet. Never, you know, not another move to be made after that. So take it with a grain of salt, but that's what he's saying. Yeah. And funny thing is, is I heard uh, them talking about this on uh, WFAN either yesterday or today. Um, just going over how much money and how many or how many moves the Yankees have made, like impact moves, um, in a particular off season, and the the last biggest one before the Soto deal, especially if they go out and get Yamamoto, would be 2008. You know when they get Tex AJ um, right after like 2008 was a bad year for the Yankees. I think they're around a 500 team, didn't make the playoffs, made a bunch of signings, won the World Series. I mean, you know. Are they kind of running off that blueprint, Rob? You know, go get a big bat, go get a big pitcher. Let's go fucking win the World Series. Excuse my French, but I don't know. I'm fired up now. Like long it's just, overdue, bro. Long yeah. overdue. Um, like, and and having no light at the end of the tunnel makes this 
like the last eight months, it felt like we had no light at the end of the tunnel. It makes this way more fun for me. And it's honestly. it's funny because I think at, at some point we were talking in the offseason about, oh, you know, could Soto be a Yankee? And it's just funny how mm-hmm. little time passes by. and Jeter, you saw he said it yeah. in the World Series, uh, little rain delay or whatever. Or I think it was – no, he said it at the um, All-Star game. Their All Star yeah. game, yeah, whatever so it was. I, That's I love it though. Yeah, so uh, it's just awesome, man. And I, I think now, now I'm starting to so get the Jones in for some Yankees baseball. And I really say I, I don't know if I told you, but like next year, you know, everyone I, I go on, I go see them on the road, and I'm I'm planning to go see them in San Francisco and uh, maybe Wrigley, and I may actually go try and see them in Washington. But um, heck yeah! But like I, I really said, like man. It's gonna to be tough to 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 go to the stadium and watch this team if this is what they're doing again. But I mean, the Bronx is gonna be bumping. They're going to have you know season ticket sales are probably already going up, and it's just it's a lot of excitement and buzz around the Yanks right now, which is heck yeah. Uh, you know, you told me even a month ago, I think I would have been like, eh, I don't know. I mean, those Cashman comments, like in my head, I was like, they're doubling down again. We're screwed for next year. Yeah. I was like, we're screwed. But now it actually kind of makes sense why he's like throwing shade at G and, you know, kind of being a jerk in the press conference because he knew he was going to do do whatever he had to do to at least make us relatively, you know, happy for this year. Yeah. Um, Pleasantly surprised on that. Um, I'm fired up. Juan Soto, that's crazy. Um, okay, so other noteworthy stuff. Luis Severino signed with the Mets on a one-year deal worth 13 mil. So, Sevy will be in Queens this season. So, uh, trying, for trying to Doesn't bounce back. To um, they claimed Oscar Mercado from the Cleveland Guardians. As many people know, They uh, he, he was the guy that walked off the Yankees in game four. Four, three, three or four. I th- oh, I three, three, because um, yeah. Cole had the really five. yeah. Uh, so Mercado is now with the Yankees. Um, honestly, pretty pretty solid, low risk there. Twenty five years old, I believe as Wait, well. Is it Mercado or Gonzalez? Or Gonzalez, sorry, not Mercado. Okay. Oscar. Um, Interesting little depth piece, though. You know. So that we've been is, saying it for years, Rob. We're like, this team's gonna be brand new soon. Yeah. So it's finally, you know, it's kind of happening. So he is a part of the Yankees. Uh, they hired Brad Osmus as the bench coach um, mm-hmm. after Carlos Mendoza was hired by the Mets. And uh, Osmus has been a manager for, I believe, the Angels and everyone else from Detroit. Um, wasn't, he a, wasn't he a coach for, I think he coached, what's it called, too? The Kansas City Royals, right? Oh no, he was on. I think he was a bench coach, um, but he was recently with Oakland, so um, he will be the side I man. I thought the Mendoza to, hire was such a weird hire. Yeah, I don't know Mets or you know, but are they, do they like do they just hire Mendoza to fire him? Yeah. Like no way are they like yeah you're driving this ship to the World Series banner. I don't think um, so. They're I think in a little bit of a rebuild. Like a small yeah. rebuild. Um, I mean, they paid $20 million for a Cunha's brother. Jake, Jake <laughs> Bowers uh, traded to the Brewers. Um, and then, so you mentioned the Cashman comments. So that was in early November, I believe. Uh, Cashman calls out Stanton with some blunt comments on um, Stanton's agent also came back and, and said how players may not, you know, ha- now this is kind of what they have to know when coming into mm-hmm. New York. Um, and, so 
He is the same I kind of respect the agent. Same for that same shot, agent honestly. as Yamamoto. Same agent for Yamamoto. So I still am interested to see how that I did like when that happened. Clearly they got Soto and we're feeling good and everything. But I mm-hmm. do I am really curious like I know you said you think Yamamoto is a sure thing. I think there's gonna I be a lot of like different pieces. So the way that I would say I don't think that the comments really help with the Yamamoto, but I don't think that they're yeah. like extremely detrimental because obviously money talks. Um, if you ask me, a, and there's, if you asked me in my state of mind a month ago where I was really upset with Cashman after like all the comments that he had, I'd say, I don't know if they're getting anybody, but now there's a little bit more optimism with the Soto deal. But I think a lot of stuff goes into this Yamamoto stuff. They have, you know, the comments are one thing, but I'm not even going to be concerned with that. But I told you, I think I texted you this morning about it. So, you know, teams that are in on this, I'm really curious. The thing that's going to tell me something is where Otani ends up. Because if he ends Mm -hmm. up in L.A., that means that that kind of leaves the door open more so for the Yankees. Unless they, that's why you had to go get Juan immediately yeah. too, because if Shohei signs, everyone's gonna go try and get Juan. Yeah. So, and I think that if they miss out on Shohei, I think that they're just gonna say "f it" and spend whatever on Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. Also, to the other thing that I think, and I mentioned to to you before we record, I think that the other threat is the Mets aren't necessarily outside of Luis Severino and outside of I think they signed who they signed Joey Wendell. I think the Mets are just going to have money. They're going to have money to blow because it's Cohen. And, yeah, they're still paying Scherzer and Verlander. But they – I mean, for a 25-year-old, I really can see Cohen just dropping money on the table for Yamamoto. And apparently he – Apparently he – I don't know if he already – Especially because Senga looks good too already for Yeah, I think either Cohen already went out to Japan to meet with Yamamoto or he's going to. I'm pretty sure he just did. So those are the two ones that – concern me with but Cashman did that in the season but remember but I do but you know they're talking 300 million dollars for this guy so that's where I'm 2008 Rob throwing back I'm not saying they can't I'm not saying they can't because we know they can but it's crazy though it is if that's the money especially for a Japanese like an overseas pitcher so it's a lot of money but I think I, I understand the worriness of just spending Garrett Cole money on a guy that's never pitched in the NLB. No, I would give him the money. I just think that, like, when it comes down to it, if I'm, you know, it's not my money. I'm like, spend it. Like, No, I know, but is it going to hinder our happiness in other positions? <laughs> that's what matters. Yeah. But um, I think, like, I don't know where Yamamoto wants to go. I think if the – we have seen, I will say, Rob, even though the Yankees have been annoying the last few years, when they want a player, they typically do go and get them. They got Cole. They got Judge. They've now gotten Soto. They got um, Rodon. Um, they kind of go out and get who they who they really like. So if they really like Yamamoto, I think they will go get them. And that's why I think they're going to get him because I think they do really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the fact that Hideki was such a beloved human here, the fact that Tanaka was such a beloved pitcher here, the fact that Ichiro played at the tail end of his career here and had a ton of support out here, I think that plays a role in Yamamoto like I don't think he's gonna go off like no I think oh in sign somewhere random you know I think it definitely does I think that Japanese um connection and Yankees have always had those players and Tanaka uh Kuroda 
Hideki, all these guys. I think it, Correa, yeah. I think that definitely has a lot of uh, it plays in the Yankees' favor for sure. And I think honestly, the Soto, like he's probably looking. He's mm-hmm. like Juan Soto's there, so yeah. he may give favor to that. But I think he's definitely going to try and get his whatever he can get a bag because it's generational money, and he's capitalizing on mm-hmm. how good he is and uh, had a. The only exposure I've had to watching him was the 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 killer time that he had in uh, the world no the world base or, or I watched him a little bit in the world baseball classic um I I remember seeing that video of him and Cashman applauding for the yeah, no-hitter, yeah. but um I listen if we're coming back on in a few weeks or you know a week or so and Yamasoto Yamasoto comes through I am going to be a happy man cuz yeah. that they do need other pitching so and the craziest thing is I didn't know this until someone pointed it out but I guess there's no like pitchers that hit the what is it called when they um when they declare or whatever to leave the the Japanese league and come to MLB. I don't, I don't know. It's it's called something. But um whenever they declare, he has like by far the best career stats coming out of Japan for a pitcher that's ever declared to come to major league ball. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to me considering that there's been some pretty good dudes that have obviously come out of Japan. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, it is. I know the other option, but now it's obviously out of the thing, was another international was uh, Jung Hoo Lee from Korea. Mm-hmm. So, he he and I, I remember he, he made some uh, some big plays in the um, World Baseball The outfielder, Classic. right? Yeah. So, but that's probably – I'm reading some reports <laughs> that, you know, the Mets and – uh, Padres are looking at him, but I know that was another mm-hmm. international guy. But I, I man, I, I'd totally welcome a, a Yamasoto um, season, and, and man, it, it was it was really good to see that. And the other other player that now is rumored to be in uh, the Yankees are to be in on is uh, Jordan Hicks, and I love him with with knowing what the Yankees are dealing now losing um, with now losing Michael King. You gotta mm-hmm. go replenish the bullpen a little bit so a 27 year old guy um just pulling up his stats real quick from 2021 i will say I, ha- I have full trust in the yankees to put together a, a league average bullpen yeah. at minimum so his 2023 season uh at 329 era with six and through 65 games at 12 saves 65 and two-thirds innings pitched um three and nine record but you know Pitchers' Whatever. records or relievers' records, we're not going to really take into too too seriously. Um, but I mean, listen, that's twenty-seven year old guy, and, and and also we know for anything that we can give Brian Cashman the utmost credit without criticizing is the guy has this weird knack to find these bullpen arms. So mm-hmm. whether it be Jordan Hicks or if they're finding these other little or guys, or Greg Weiser, yeah. So. Um, that is one area that I think the Yankees excel at and that I'm not going to have too much on my radar. So going forward now, mm-hmm. I, I, it's just the starting pitching, man, and just trying to secure another guy in, in the rotation because right now oh. it's it's really, you know, they, they, they could sign. I, I hope, I really hope, and I don't know, I don't know how you feel about Like I really kind of hope that the, they don't just get Montas and then they're like, okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah, that would stink for sure. So, I think you have to go get a minimum of, like, I want to say three arms. Because what do I what do I say every year? You need eight starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. Because, two, like, someone's getting hurt for the year. 
Someone else is hitting it. Two other guys are hitting the IL for at least a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just need pitchers. You'll get Blake Snell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear I, all. I'm not, totally and maybe not. this is me just being a little nerdy, but every time I I see that, someone always in the Twitter comments is like, his advanced metrics are really bad. So I don't know, but Blake Snell was disgusting last year. He was disgusting but last I, year, but then like it was the thing that I had with Bellinger is why I didn't really want him was because, and I told you is the the Cliff thing, and I remember Snell just oddly mm-hmm. having that time before the last season where I was like Ooh. but where he's just not great but yeah. um yeah no ideally give me Yamasoto Yamamoto I really wouldn't hate Monty if they got him on a it deal would be like funny. I don't want to pay him it would be I mean like if you look at Monty's stats like I mean they're really good honestly and you and the thing is is he's a horse as well like I think what is, like he had a um, he had a two seven nine ERA with the Rangers last year and a three four two ERA with the Cardinals. So let me see what that it comes out to. Three two ERA last year. I mean, it's a big lefty. You know, you get him on a decent deal for like four or five years, and you you know the guy is gonna pump out uh, innings for you. I I don't hate it. Yeah. Three two ERA last year. 188 innings pitched. That's what you need to fill out the rotation. I still believe Rodon's going to be good, so that's just me. Um, okay, other news that we have not talked about since we were last on. Anthony Volpe wins the gold glove for the Yankees, mm-hmm. and Garrett Cole wins his first Cy Young Award, which we knew was going to happen. Unanimously. Unanimously. Um, Garrett was really fired up. Um, Garrett's been finally getting the respect he deserves because I, I started seeing some pre- off-season lists, Tyler, with Garrett Cole ranked as the number one pitcher in baseball. Would you look yeah. at that? He wasn't. He wasn't top ten la- at any of the lists. Last Would year. you look at that? Yeah. Funny how that works. Funny huh? how it works. And I mean, listen, dude's an absolute horse. Yeah. I mean, Kermit is. Hello, everyone. He's Kermit him. The Frog so. Here. Oh, when, and I think that's 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 series. what we that's what we have to feel good about though too is like in past years, ever since CC really well and you can throw mm-hmm. in Tanaka, but I think Garrett's more on a, on a better level than than Tanaka. Oh, yeah, um, it's just it's it's amazing to have that bona fide dog stud, mm-hmm. and um, it was really awesome to see him, and I think. And I know the season sucked, and I think um, it, it was just for, – for him personally, I'm sure, like he definitely heard all of the BS from even Yankee fans. And, 100%. And I think in like you could tell like when he was talking about it how special it was to him. And it just it's cool because I think at the end of the day when it's when said and done, like he will – he could go down as a Hall of Famer, I think. And 100%. So, I think he will. So – Yankees are gonna have to uh, give him a tenth year after this year too. Yeah, so hopefully the, he's gonna opt out. Hopefully because <laughs> he. Yeah, I know. I mean, hopefully the Soto thing would be something that would incline him to want to stay. But well, it, well, if he opts out, it doesn't matter because yeah. if the Yankees match it, he has to. They just give him an extra year on his contract, and he can't go anywhere. Yeah. So. So. I mean, we're in a. Which is awesome, Rob. Listen, 
Whether feel better than I have in a long I time. I think a vast majority of Yankee fans feel very good about the Soto deal, but the thing that mm-hmm. you know, I I think that I would say to anybody that may be hesitant on it or just not the biggest fan is, listen, are the Yankees a, a better? <laughs> a the Yankee are the Yankees a better team today than they were yesterday? And in my evaluation, and the games have to be played, but mm-hmm. they are. They have. Yep. They addressed big holes that they have with their team in a matter of a few days, and now they have some more work to do, but we're feeling on December 6th and 7th, we are feeling a million times better than we did, say, uh, you know, last day of the season or really just the last two months of the 2023 season was just abhorrently terrible, and... um, it's 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 a good time to be a Yankee fan, and it, it really did. It, it it was one of those moments, like like you mentioned, the CC and the Burnett offseason. Like that is what it felt like with this Juan Soto deal, and we haven't mm-hmm. had that in a while. So it was awesome. It, and it was the obvious deal that they never make, which is why I love it. They never make the obvious move. Yeah, go get Bryce Harper. Nah, makes too much sense. Makes, too but yeah, much also. Sense. Also, anyone complaining about like prospects are the same losers that call WFAN and say, I'm tired of holding on to these prospects. Blah, 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 blah. Like you guys are just looking for something to complain about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's it for episode 161. It's been a while since we've been on, but we will obviously as the news keeps trickling in and as we approach opening day, uh, and we will continue uh, to pod and, and talk about the developments. We can't wait to see the opening presser for Soto. That'll be awesome. Can't wait for that. Thank you. Uh, but we greatly appreciate you guys for joining us. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram, uh, X now, Tyler. It's no longer Twitter, so we'll call it X. Um, yeah, formerly known as Twitter. TikTok, everything. Go follow us there. Subscribe to the pod. We greatly appreciate you guys joining us. We'll catch you next time.